I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Wood Talk. Now here are three guys who love the smell of shellac in the morning. Mark, Shannon, and Mad. All right, it's Wood Talk number 371 for April 3rd, 2017. And on today's show, we're doing something very special. We're celebrating 10 years of Wood Talk. It's hard to believe. 10 years, guys. So April 1st, uh, 2007, Matt and I started the show, and now we are 10 years later. We have learned nothing since then. We have gotten no better at what we do, (laughs) but we persist and we keep moving on. See, I feel every minute of that 10 years. It's, <laughs> been, it's just been absolute torture. Yeah. And I only showed up at like, what'd we say, Mark? Like episode... Episode 71. S- yeah, something like Officially. that. Officially. Yeah, well, my, my guest appearances don't count. So nope. yeah, it's it's been it's been a painful three... Wow, look at that. It's 371. So it's been 300 episodes. Yeah. Wow. So not only is it the 10th anniversary, it's my 300th episode anniversary. Yeah. That's great, man. Wow. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of break format today. We'll get into the details of that a little bit later. But we do want to thank some folks who helped us out at Patreon. Um, Let me get their names here: Radvansky, Christopher. I think they for some reason I think his first name went last, and it's backwards. Anyway, uh, Eric Sipe, Grayson Dillon, Dustin Norris, Bryce Robel, Hal, Larry Stewart, Matthew Turner, and Anita. I'm just assuming this is a joke. Anita Longerman. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. You get it? That's great. That was pretty funny. I like it. I like it. All right. So oh. if you want to help us out too, uh, leave a really silly name in there. We'll read it on the show. That's always fun. That's patreon.com slash woodtalk. And again, break in format today. We're going to do a call-in show. So if anybody wants to call in, they can do that. We'll try to fit you in between the segments and the various things we're going to do today. Uh, 623-242-5180. And on Skype, you can get us at Wood Talk Online. And if you just want to say hello, you just you got a question, we'll answer questions. We'll talk woodworking today. It's not all goofing around. It's not all funny what? games. Well, sorry to disappoint. <sighs> Dang it. We do have a purpose here, sort of. At least I like to I was excited. So. <sighs> I know, I know. So 
here's the thing. <laughs> we got a couple different things, a couple different segments. We've got some pre-recorded call-ins from various people that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. And we're going to kick it off here with a timeline. Now, if you're relatively new to the show, or maybe you've been here for a while, uh, this might be a fun little review for you. Here's the rough timeline of major <laughs> events that have happened on the show. Hey, you know what? Before we do that, let's just take this call, see who it is. Hello, you are on with the Wood Talk guys. Really? Yes. Who is this? This is Bob. Oh, Bob. How are you, sir? I am great. How about yourself? Doing well. So this is Mr. DeVries. He's called into the show a number of times and left messages. Well, yeah, left messages for the show. A uh, big supporter yeah. of ours. So uh, welcome to the show, man. So what's on your mind? I just want to say congratulations on the 10 years. Thank I you. truly am. I really appreciate it. You guys give a whole lot of woodworking information, but you know, when you bring Mateo in and some of the other family things, <laughs> we all start to feel like we know the family and we're like watching you guys grow. It's just, yeah. you got a hell of a formula going on and I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's, it's a little bit weird though. When people start showing up for Thanksgiving dinner, cause they feel like they're part of the family. That's how I know. Well, see, we, you guys aren't nearly as dysfunctional as my own family, so that's kind of why I did that. <laughs> right. Nice. Well, very cool, man. Thank you so much. And you know what I think I did? I actually did not add you to the call. I simply took the call with you. So I need to go back to the other guys oh. and, and figure out how to do this thing. <laughs> uh, don't sweat it. Don't right. sweat it. I just really appreciate it, guys. Well, thank you, buddy. And, appreciate uh, I appreciate it. I, I did a super chat 10 for 10 screwed up realized I was in Toronto. So it's not really 10 us, but you got the feeling. Fair enough. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> hey, you bet. All right. Take care. Bye. There we go. So did you guys see what I did? <laughs> what besides cut us off? No, I, I took the call and I, I have to figure it out when the next call comes in. There's answer the call, which puts the other call on hold. And then there is answer the call, but add to the call. So next one that comes uh, in, I'm going to have to get that right. And hopefully you're learning. <laughs> well, it's not something we, just, we do all the time. We just pulled up the live stream and listened to it. <laughs> Did you guys enjoy listening <laughs> like to the show? Like an audience member. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. You take a little break. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. We heard you. <laughs> Bob's a good Mark dude. didn't want us to hear. He wanted to just have you all to himself. I'm just very but, selfish is right. what this comes down to. I'll get better <laughs> oh. at this, I promise. Okay, so back to that timeline. April 1st. 2007. My gosh, that was so long ago. That was before I had kids. It's like a whole different like era of life. It's almost like a decade ago. All right. So Almost. Mark and Matt, and again, it was April 1st, which really is the appropriate time to start a show by Mark and Matt Vanderlista. It's just, you know, April 1st, it's almost a joke, but it's just a joke that kept going for 10 years. Uh, so here's a little clip. I think you might enjoy it. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Wood Talk Online. My name is Matt Vanderlis, and I'm the host of Matt's Basement Workshop Podcast. And I'm Mark Spagnolo, host of the Wood Whisperer Video Podcast. Uh, we're both the hosts of Wood Talk Online. Now, Wood Talk Online is a brand new podcast for woodworkers and by woodworkers. <laughs> That's right, Mark. All right. That never gets any easier to listen to. That just never gets old, though. I mean, we've played that like three or four times, you know, since I've been on this show. Yep. And it's it's still just as bad and wonderful. Oh, it really oh, is. Man. It really is. Uh, so, yeah, very, um, very rehearsed and obviously reading as we do the show. Oh, wow. You did some serious prep work back then, huh? We really did. Yeah, we put a lot of effort into it. That's why it only happened every two weeks because it was so much work. All right, so then a couple years go by. Things are going well. By 2009, and this is kind of the interesting thing, a lot of people want to know what happened with the knitters. What's the reason why there's this war there? And while the origin is still a little unclear, 
It was very clear by show number 53 in 2009 that the war against the knitters was in full force. And then we surprised everyone on our two-year anniversary by actually getting a sponsorship from a, a knitting organization. And this was the ad that we had on the show. Hi, this is Gerald, and I'm your knitting friend and compadre in Needlecraft. And I'm also the host of an exciting new show dedicated to knitting for us manly men and for those who love us. And it's called Nothing Wrong With Knitting. Now, every single week, we're going to be exploring what's new in knitting, and I'll have a new and exciting pattern for us to make together in our very own virtual knitter's corner. Now, you're welcome to join the discussion in our chat room, and I know for a fact that you're going to love watching all the live demonstrations on our website, where you're also going to find everything a knitter needs to know. So join us, won't you? Nothing Wrong With Knitting, brought to you by the fine makers of Ural's Yarns. Whether it's wool, cotton, or synthetic, you'll love Ural's. Check out the next episode of Nothing Wrong With Knitting at nwn.com. So the great thing about that, I just listened to it again today. We went on for like another five minutes pretending that that was like like extending the joke so far beyond what was appropriate. It was really bad. So that's uh, Matt doing his wonderful uh, knitting commercial. Now, uh, June 2010, episode 71, a landmark day for the show. Shannon, who had guested on the show a couple of times, becomes our first official third host. And I even explained on that particular episode that we weren't even really seeking out a third chair. We didn't necessarily want a third host, but we... <laughs> They're just trying to <laughs> shut me up. Quit yeah. calling in, you jerk. Yeah, stop, man. If you, you got to talk so much, get on the show. Jeez, fine. We'll let you on. So this was Shannon's debut, and it just could not be any more perfect. Welcome to Wood Talk Online, episode 71, a very rough start to an episode 71. Uh, for June 9th, 2010, I'm Mark Spagnolo. Oh. Is Hello. He Did we lose Shannon? We might be having a... <laughs> what I say, a rough start. So uh, this is all good. That guy over there is Shannon Rogers. And so I don't know what happened. Techn- was that a technical difficulty? You couldn't hear us or something? <laughs> Perfect. I was hoping you would do that. <laughs> so Shannon's first uh, entry into the show w- was a little rough, you know, kind of like today's show is <laughs> a little rough for us. Uh, but obviously things uh, have gotten a little bit easier since then. So let's move on. December 2015, Matt's Exodus. Uh, That was actually a pretty funny show. Uh, Heartwarming, but also funny. Uh, So here's a little clip. First of all, I do want to thank both of you for all the amazing things that you said. And we've talked quite a bit offline about this. And I feel the same way that Mark does. I've probably talked to Mark more than probably even my my children. So I don't know if that's really, maybe that goes against what you described as me being a family person. So my favorite thing about that is the sad uh, Hulk walking away Bruce Banner walking away music (laughs) that's the best yeah so that's when Vanderlist left and then finally in uh, January 2016 the Matt Awakens is the episode where Matt Cremona officially joins the show here's a little clip to take anything away from our true new (laughs) co-host who you might have already heard his laugh this is uh, his trademark thing we what is it with the the third co-host on the show has a trademark laugh that everybody just can can hear from a mile away you just and know he's always named matt and that's Wait actually just pure laziness on our part <laughs> so we don't have to change anything uh we would like to milk malcolm that's malcolm watt i'm gonna, I'm uh, yeah, gonna milk like you, to welcome our new co-host yeah. to the show uh macrimona welcome dude thank hey. you thank you so much 
Hey, at least he responded when I addressed him for the yeah, first that's time. That's true. So you're already a more auspicious debut than I had. <laughs> oh, man. I just like the whole idea of milking Matt. Uh, yeah. What is it De Niro says in Meet the Parents? If it has nipples, you can milk it. No, that's it's right. Ben Stiller that said that. Yeah. Is it? So there we go. But the, I got you. That's awesome, man. So that is basically the timeline. That brings us up to today in 2017, where we still can't get a live show to work properly, uh, but we do our best. So 371 episodes later, here we are 10 years into it. Um, you know, frankly, a lot of shows. talk about a, a slow start. When you look at, mm-hmm. you know, April 1st and then two, two years later, show number 53. And then a year later, we were only on show <laughs> 71. Yeah, man. I mean, in in the early days, it truly was, you know, Matt and I just deciding, are we going to do a show this week? Do we want to? Like, it was just, it really wasn't even about doing it for an audience because there wasn't that big of an audience. It was like, do we feel like doing it? And then it wasn't until we really committed to some kind of a regular schedule that things started to get a little bit smoother with the whole deal. So we brought up uh, Vanderlist a few times, obviously one of the co-creators of the show initially and exited the show, you know, what, eight years into it, eight or nine years. And uh, he did pre-record because he's traveling today. Part of his new thing is his uh, new job where he travels a lot, which is why he can't do the show. But he did pre-record a message for us. So let's have a listen. Hey, Wood Talk, it's me, Old Matt, which actually coincidentally is a really good description considering I'm so much older than all of you. And by older than all of you, I don't mean like in a combined age kind of a way. I'm thinking more of a a one-on-one individualistic, I'm older than you because I was born before you. We may have a similar birth date, such as Mark, you and I are like one day off. Uh, But damn it, see... Whenever I start talking to you guys or or with you guys, it always goes off in these tangents. And it's just – that explains so much of the past 10 years, which actually brings me back to what I was – you know, kind of calling in for in the first place, which is to say, congratulations on making a full decade of woodworking goodness. You guys have done a fantastic job. And it's hard to believe that 10 years ago, two of us thought this was actually going to be a good idea. In fact, actually, after years of persistence and the eventual addition of Shannon, you know, wood talk turned into a regular thing, really, when it comes down to it. And for the longest time there, it was more or less just one of these things where like, one of us would email the other and say something like, you know, hey, are we still doing this thing? Do you think we should record another episode? What do you got going on next week? Yeah, well, we, let's just call and we'll just see what's going on and, and just talk about stuff and, and really go off on, on tangents like nobody's business. So it's amazing that you guys have turned this into what it really is today. Personally, I always kind of assumed that when I left the show that Mark and Shannon, you guys would just fall into a, into a, a heaping pile of sobbing mess, maybe gnashing your teeth at the idea that I was gone, pining for the good old chortle-filled days. But then in walked new Matt. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Great job. Really liking the work you're doing with these guys. Uh, and things seem to pick right up where they left off. You know, and more importantly, of course, is the fact that you guys didn't need to pay for a new opener or do much work on the website since it was just kind of swapping one mat for another. <laughs> Anyways, though, keep up the good work. It's awesome that I get to listen to a show I feel like I know inside and out. And I want you guys to know that I'm always here if you need me, actually more in spirit, but occasionally in person if you gave me just like maybe enough notice that you, you want me to be there for you. But anyway, so keep up the great work. Congratulations again. And I am so happy to see what you guys have continued to do and actually be a part of what we what we did. Does that kind of go from there? That makes sense a little bit. I don't know. It's in my head. Anyway, so I'm going to I'm going to sign off before I go into any more kind of tangenty directions because God knows I'll do it. Anyway, so take care, guys. (laughs) 
awesome stuff from Mr. Vanderlist himself. So hope you're doing okay, Matt. Wish you could be on the show today, but uh, appreciate you doing a pre-recorded message for us. That's definitely very cool. So let's move on to the next thing. Uh, so we we thought this was awesome. This actually was a suggestion by, um, oh, what's his name, Philip in Germany. And he says, Dear Wood Talkers, as someone who always loves your spousal side stories, donuts and all, I have a special question for your anniversary show. Bring in your significant others and have them answer the question, what are the best and worst things the woodworking addiction has done to your husband? For myself, I think she would say that woodworking has kept me sane and somewhat balanced throughout the past six years, which saw my finishing my dissertation, uh, us getting married, having and taking part uh, part-time care of two daughters, buying and renovating a 1960s house. The worst would probably be the constant wood-related procrastination and tool purchases, but those are the easy answers. I want to hear what Nicole, Heather, and Lindsay have to say. I am deeply in love with your three weekly shows and hope you will be doing this goofy thing for many, many years to come. Greetings from beautiful springtime Heidelberg in Germany, Philip. So I read that and I was like, this is actually brilliant. I don't know that the ladies are going to want to come onto the show necessarily, (laughs) but we might be able to convince them to pre-record something to sort of answer this question. And guess what? They did. So I think probably for the first time ever, all three wives will be making an appearance on the show, sort of, (laughs) through pre-recorded files. So let's start out with with a new guy. Uh, This is Cremona's wife, Lindsay. And he basically hands her the phone and says, go start talking. <laughs> this is what you told me to do. <laughs> speak woman, speak. All right, here we go. The best part about Matt being a woodworker was that I was able to design our baby's nursery furniture, um, particularly the crib and the bassinet. And now Jair's toddler bed. Uh, it was just nice because I was able to pick out whatever I wanted without worrying about how much it may cost uh, and Also, I didn't have any concern about safety because I knew that since Matt was making it, it would be solid. However, I'd have to say the worst part about Matt being a woodworker is probably the fact that somehow our house is slowly becoming a furniture museum of this stuff because you feel this this guilt about wanting to get rid of old furniture that Matt's built, even though he built it many years ago and now it's just not the same quality as what he can build now. And so we have like two sofa tables even though we only use one and so yeah we just our basement's just full of furniture that matt made uh, many years ago that we no longer works with our decor or just he's made a nicer version of it and i feel guilty wanting to get rid of it but to be honest i do because we have so much of it nice okay so this is the best part where she tries to figure out how to turn it off so you gotta you gotta wait for the ending i'm gonna leave it in there matt hopefully she won't be upset because it's pretty funny any second now what the hell and now i literally can't stop this man (laughs) what the hell (laughs) it's great brilliant work thank you for doing that Lindsay. that's that's fantastic she's a good sport what the hell what the hell matt how do i turn this off all right. <laughs> so here uh, is uh, Shannon having a talk with uh, with his wife Heather. I'm here with my wife Heather. Last time you said lovely wife. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with my lovely wife Heather. Say hi, Heather. Hi, Shannon. Wood talk has hit ten years. That's great. So we want to know from you, the significant other, what is the best and the worst thing. That woodworking has done to me. I want to know why you're saying to you instead of for you. 
I don't know. <laughs> that's the way it was working. That's what woodworking's done for me. Okay. I cooked on phonics. Yep. It, it works, works for, for you. <laughs> okay. Um, best thing. Best thing would be definitely the people. Um, you've met a really, really, really nice community of people. I have met some of them at Woodworking in America and various events, and they're just very kind and interested and so i would say the people hands down that would be the 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 best thing all right power to the people good yes so about the bad stuff uh the bad stuff would be certainly the time um there are evenings when i don't see you and i know you're down there because you're making some noise but (laughs) hand tools do make noise they do it's just some grinding things and some that pedal your lathe when you pedal that, I can hear that. So that's how that's why I monitor that you're you're still down there, but still alive. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm just up here lonely and sad. Oh, so geez. I know you're not making anything for me. So wow. I know. Okay, I'm then. <laughs> breaking it all out here. Well, you asked the question. Stupid so, me. You want an honest answer? Anyway, no. The the good certainly outweighs the bad. Um, it definitely does, but I still want built-ins in the bed- bedroom. Okay. And <laughs> now, can I go on record and say that all the things that I'm not making for you, I am actually making for you to give as gifts to people? Well, there's that. But yeah, it's not enough. I still want built-ins in the bedroom. Fair enough. So, well, I want to get that plywood out of the shop, so I guess I should build the built-ins. There you go. See how easy it is. <laughs> all right. You give a little. I give a little. Very good. All right. Do you have any wishes to Wood Talk of the next ten years? I wish you guys even more success um, because I think it's been a wild ride so far and a lot of fun. And I don't know. I think I think think bigger and you know, sky's the limit. Come on, this is we're in the age of the maker. <laughs> so let's make something big. So make something big, exactly. All right. Now, good luck and congratulations on ten years, guys. Well deserved. No, that was awesome. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> that was just her veiled way of saying, so when is this going to turn into something that makes money? Yeah. I was going to say, she, you know, con- so continued come on, guys, success. Let's do like, something with it. Don't we have to succeed first to have continued success? You know, like <laughs> we're not doing that great. Uh, but yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much, Heather. And another great sport. And uh, now my wife, who I enjoy pestering with a phone and recording her voice practically on a daily basis. This is really nothing new for her, but uh, let's uh, hear what Nicole has to say. All right, so I'm here with Nicole, my beautiful wife. It's Monday, first thing in the morning, because we forgot to do this on the weekend Mm. when we were a little more energized. So we're sitting at the uh, kitchen table, uh, donuts and coffee in hand, to answer some very important questions. And uh, so the first one is: Let's let's. You want the good or the bad first? I don't care. See, this is this is (laughs) this is Monday morning. I think Nicole's answer to this is apathy. She could care less one way or the other. <laughs> okay. You do you. Uh, okay. I'll, so uh, here's the best part about me being a woodworker. All right. Let's go with uh, let's go with the happy stuff first. What's the best part about me having an obsession with woodworking? We save a lot of money. Do we? Really? I don't know. Well, are you sure? Not really. What? I don't know. I you know how much really I paid for it. that walnut slab. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the way I look at it is. I know you have the mindset to put furniture together. So, like, that set I bought, the the bedroom set. Yeah. Like, I don't stress out about buying something. Because your husband can't put it together. Because you can't put it together. Right. Like, I, I know you'll, you'll put it together. 
Well, sure, yes. With a little tear in my eye, I will put a manufactured piece of furniture together. Hey, sometimes you got to buy. Yeah. So I love this answer. So you're, the best part about me being a woodworker is that I could put together other people's furniture. Well said, Nicole. Thank you. Well, no, I, the fact that you can build our furniture but here's the well, thing. how about this table i love this we're table. at the kitchen table that really I, suits and i will and say i was extremely impressed that it only took a few months oh sorry um yeah it did well was it a few months well when we moved in in november i'm like we need a new table oh, well, but i mean it actually only took me a couple weeks to right but it. how did how long did it take to get it actually in production yeah that's that I, was, okay, you, that's like the worst part look, of you being a woodworker. I have two kids to take care of. Okay, I'm a dad. Don't make excuses. <laughs> Here's the thing. You, I know the next question is the worst. Okay, you so want to do that now? The best is you build things. The worst is you take freaking forever to build things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in, I remember that coffee table. I must have requested it for almost five years. But think, no, see... See, and that's why like, I go and I buy stuff because I, I'm like, he's not going to get around to this. Think I'm in terms of it. like other types of things that are negative. Like, do I have any weird obsessions about things that like I get distracted in situations most people wouldn't? So your, your, your negative is a result of me. It's just there's other factors here. But like <laughs> me being obsessed with woodworking. Has there ever been a time where you're just like, oh, just let it go? Or move on to something else. Or like, uh, that table that you're working on right now. That you're <laughs> so the outdoor table yeah. that you made, you're refinishing it, and it's just looking. I think you would have just been happy if I, I would have would have slapped a new coat of finish on there and been done with it, or just gone out and get a plastic one. A plastic, yes. <laughs> or just put it on the list, and in uh, eight months you, you might well, have one. Just for the amount of time you've been spending on that thing, you watch when it's done. You're it's gonna, gonna look. You're gonna love it. Just as well. You're gonna want to sleep on it. It's gonna look so nice. <laughs> I mean, you do. You do obsess about certain things that I'm like, okay, we have other things to think about. Yeah. Um, but you find your groove, and you, I, I nudge you. I think, I think what it comes down to is I'm pretty awesome. So <laughs> there's really not a lot to complain about. Um, I like it when you build stuff for the kids. I really, really like seeing them. Have, I, mean, I like it too. Mateo, That's some of our most fun stuff. Yeah, I really like that. The hook was that definitely went straight to the top. And I will, I, I'll say that one of the first gifts that you gave me that picture frame with mm-hmm. the print of Scott Johnson did of our yeah his, wow, our characters. wow characters. Right. I love. I adore that. Yeah, that is cute. It's one of my favorites. You have a lot of projects. I mean, if I sit here and really think about everything that you've built, you've built a ton of stuff. And it's very nitpicky me me to say, oh, you had a dish. It sure is, Nicole. (laughs) Shut up. I'm trying to... (laughs) The first step is admitting it. (laughs) You're such a jerk. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think we Uh, might have gone extra long here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Nicole. Enjoy your coffee. Happy anniversary. Oh, well, thank you. Wood, wood, wood talk. Wood not, talk not, yeah. our, not ours. Just make sure. Ours. Wait, when make, is ours? Just make sure you know it's not ours. Well, look, it has. It doesn't feel like it's been a, a day over thirty years that we've been married. So. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right, that went on a little bit long. Oh. I didn't realize I was making fun of Shannon's for being too long. <laughs> I was going to say, and I need to like. Wow. Somehow your file size was much bigger than mine. I don't. Uh, what's up with that? 
have to figure that out later. Anyway, so the, thank the, you. Usually the higher quality content is a higher memory. That's true. Well, I think the two of it's you are singers, story. right? So you both have more dynamic range in your voices. So it takes yeah. more bits. <laughs> that must have been it. Yeah. See, I, I really don't want to get Heather together with Nicole because I used to think that, like how cool would it be to get the wives together? But mm-hmm. if she's complaining about how slow you work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. If, See, Heather thinks that my speed is normal for a woodworker, but if she actually saw the output of like, you know, what you do, Mark, yeah. I'd be screwed. So. <laughs> well, then, and then you got Lindsay on the other side who's like, I just have too much furniture around. Like, <laughs> too much furniture. I have two of everything that I want, and one of them's, you know, better than the other. That's my biggest problem. <laughs> so I think Matt just showed both of us up. Woo. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you ladies for doing that. I really appreciate it. You, you guys were good sports and uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed hearing from you. I thought it was a really good question, Philip. Thank you. <laughs> Did Jason in the YouTube chat room just said he came in halfway through and he was very confused. It would be like, who are these confused. ladies on Wood Talk? Yes. <laughs> ladies of the Wood. There's no, there's no women allowed on Wood Talk. What's actually, up with that? You know what? We really do need a female, like an all female podcast. Why does yeah, that not exist a, yet? Seriously. Somebody make like it happen. Come on. Make it happen. I can't people. help for that. I'm sorry. All right. That's so we got, a, um, we got a bunch of well wishes from various people. So we're going to play those throughout the show. Uh, first one here is from our good buddy, AJ. Hey guys, it's AJ uh, from New England Woodworking Studio. I know this is your anniversary show, so I have no idea if you're actually going to use this or not. But I just wanted to take a second and thank the three of you and thank Matt number one as well for the years and years of information and entertainment and just awesomeness that is shot Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we're talking. Just kidding. <laughs> I, just, I love uh-huh. it. I wish that I found out about it from day one. I jumped on a few years into it, but um, I just, it's in my number one podcast. And I'm sorry to every other podcast out there, but you guys are it. And uh, I look forward to it every week. And uh, between this and all four of your uh, YouTube channels probably have taught me the most about woodworking. And I'm now starting my own business, and I really do have you guys and a lot of other people on YouTube to thank for it. Thanks to knowledge and helping me fall in love with this craft that just means so much to me and has taken over my life. So once again, guys, thank you so much, and you're awesome. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Later. Awesome. Thank you for that, AJ. We appreciate it. Always appreciate your uh, questions and voicemails that come in. And I've got one more to play here. Probably recognize this guy. Ten years? Good grief. Hey, guys, it's Bob from I Like to Make Stuff. Thanks for putting on an awesome show and for sticking around for ten years. Thanks for sharing all the information you do with the community. Keep it up, and uh, here's to ten more years. Thank you so much, Bob. And uh, don't forget to check Bob out on Making It as well with uh, Deresta and Pachuto, which is another great audio podcast to listen to. So, all right. So I do have some kickback here, but I want to make sure everybody knows if you want to call in, you can. Wood Talk Online is our Skype name and 623-242-5180 if you want to call from a landline or a cell phone. A phone is what I meant to say, not a landline. Who has landlines anymore? I don't think we got to put numbers in. Yeah, you just push those numbers, whatever it is. I don't care what kind of phone it is. Uh, give us a call. We'll, we'll pull you it's into the show. It's got big buttons. Yes, that. Like my grandmom's old phone with the big giant, yeah. like three inch oh, by yeah. three inch squares. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was great. All right. So um, I, the, the kickback that we have here is actually woodworking related. So I, I, I don't see any problem why we can't play that stuff. 
we are doing a show here on, on woodworking. Oh, we actually have somebody calling in. So let me see. It gives me two options, guys, to either accept the call or decline the call. But hold on. There's one. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to accept the call and then add it to the call. Maybe that, you can't. How do, how do you, like, doesn't ever, don't people do that all the time? I don't know. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't have know. any friends. So <laughs> we, we don't have, this is it. Me. This is the extent of it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. You're the only two I talk to. So. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's, you always call me. I don't call you. Right. That's true. <laughs> all right. So Sheldon has a little kickback on sharpening. Hi, guys. This is Sheldon from Montana. Just leaving some uh, kickback for episode 370 about your sharpening solutions. And you guys, uh, in all your talk about Tormac-style grinders and low- and high-speed grinders, you guys uh, missed a fairly obvious one, and that's your belt sander. A little deliberate pause there for the screams of anguish from the purists, but um, <gasps> on the job site, that's what, uh, that's what you do. When you're out on the job site, you just flip your handheld belt sander, or belt sander upside down and sharpen your bevel that way. Now, uh, to be fair, I'm not really advocating you do that to your $1,000 Japanese hand-forged chisels, but I think there's a, a good case for it for reestablishing the bevel and uh, fixing any chips or whatever in the top of your chisel. Um, but, yeah, it's a very common practice. I've seen uh, jobbies with uh, what used to be a 6-inch chisel down to like an inch above the handle from uh, doing it so often. Um, but, uh, in safety's sake, uh, just make sure the belt's pulling away from you before you do that. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, appreciate the show. Um, keep up the good work. <laughs> good idea. Good advice there. Oh. That, that, that's the mistake you only make once. You yeah. pretty much learn after that. If you live through it, maybe you won't make it again. Okay. You know what? He's not the only one though. I mean, you guys know Todd Clippinger, right? Yeah. Um, yeah out in Montana as well. Um, he's another belt sander aficionado. I know he's done videos on it before where, mm. you know, sharp is sharp, right? You know, the Euclidean intersection is sharp. It's just a matter of how durable is that, that edge. So, Hey, why not? Which how are you going to get sharp? End That's up cool. with a one inch chisel when it's all said and done. <laughs> Cause they're <laughs> right. grinding all their, uh, their metal away. Uh, okay, so we do actually have a, a regular kickback here from Steve. He says, as per your discussion on clamping squares, Woodpecker makes really good aluminum clamping squares, about $35 a pair. I use them all the time and love them as useful um, in holding butt joints together for casework until the fasteners are driven and the glue dries as they are in helping keep things square. Just my two cents worth. Thanks. So when I was chasing my dog around the neighborhood and I was listening to you guys talk about this, I did want to chime in with that as well. I have the woodpeckers aluminum squares and I do, I don't use them all the time, but I do find them handy for casework and not even so much for keeping things dead square. I don't count them then to be dead square. It's like another set of hands. So even if you have a a vertical partition that's going into a shallow dado for some casework, it is still nice if we're talking about large pieces to have that extra set of hands holding it in place for you while you get some clamps in place or drive some brads or whatever it is for your assembly. So that's the way I like to use them as an extra set of hands that keeps things pretty close to square. Um, and, And those $35 ones are actually not too bad. Pretty reasonably priced for a woodpecker product, considering. Isn't isn't that pretty much what I said, Matt? Pretty much. Yeah. Not really. Yep. 
You were more. Whatever, you Mark, guys yeah. were more down on them. You're just afraid that we prove you're not needed. That's probably <laughs> the case. Yes. I don't know how accurate that is. Actually, <laughs> as I'm driving around, I had this overwhelming sensation of joy. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Job security. What? I was looking for my dog. <laughs> it was, uh, Basically, we need you to start it and stop it, and the rest of it, we're good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite reassuring. Uh, okay, so a couple more well wishes here. Uh, Bob actually just called in, but we've got a um, a little voicemail recording here from him. Greetings from the Tulip City. This is Bob, and I just want to say thank you so much for all you guys have done. I can't believe it's been 10 years, and I sure hope you keep it going. I really do appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, thanks again, Bob. And here's here's one you're going to like, Shannon. Bob, man, and Shannon. How are you doing? I really don't have anything to say. I just wanted to sing you a message and to wish you a very nice day. That was awesome. Fantastic. Was that, was that Bing Crosby? It sounded like it, huh? <laughs> nice. He's got some of that Back low from end. The grave. Going. That's creepy. Yeah. yeah, that was good. All right, one more here. Uh, actually, uh, here's the thing. I'm going to try to take this call from Finn Sagrat. And if I put you guys on hold as a result, I'm sorry, I will try to, That's fine. to pull you him into the call. Okay. Hello, is this Finn? Hello, Mark. Hello, how are you? I'm really well, thanks. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. If I could figure out how Skype works, that would be great. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm doing okay. What's on your mind, bud? Well, I'm only 14, and you make my commute to school and my sanding sessions the best ever. <laughs> nice. How long is your uh, commute to school? It depends. About 15 to 20 minutes on my bike. Okay. That is so cool, man. So you, you have a Woodcraft um, sort of program in your school? Well, we live in the UK, so it's compulsory we do it. 
compulsory. I don't actually know what that means. I mean, I know what the word compulsory means, but what's it mean in the context of, of school and, and a program like we that? Ha- we have to do it uh, for two years. Oh, okay. Man, there is nothing like that here in the United States. Uh, we, we don't have any sort of things. like. In fact, it's very difficult to find uh, schools that still have these programs. So that's really great to hear. Put it this way, the teacher doesn't like it when I have my 3M work tunes headset on. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm listening to, to a wood talk over here. Get off my case, man. <laughs> well, that's great, man. Thank you so much. So any, anything else you want to say before I get back to the guys? Because every time I take a call, I put them on hold, which kind of stinks, but that's Skype for you. <laughs> I just wish you all the best for the next few years, and you've sorted all my problems I've ever had. Tuning tables, swords, and tuning everything. Well, that's great, Finn. And uh, stay in touch. Let us know what your progress is. And, uh, you know, you're 14, so you got a bright future ahead of you. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Thanks. See you later. All right. Take care. All right. Let me get you guys back on here. Boom. Did you catch that? 14 years old. Well, that's... Yeah. Come on, dude. Compulsory. compulsory. <laughs> no, I know what compulsory means in, in, the, in terms of its definition. I just didn't understand uh-huh. in the context of a, a school situation what that means. Like He knows what it means now, Matt. <laughs> oh, of course. He's here now. <laughs> Easy for you guys. I know you're both going on dictionary.com to look this up while you're listening. <laughs> I just wish I could add it to the call that is so anticlimactic to not bring them into. <laughs> there used to be an add to call button. And there, yeah. it doesn't exist anymore. Still, that was pretty awesome. Right? 14-year-old like, with his work tunes on his bike. Let's just forget about the safety issue there because he's listening to Wood Talk. Yeah. That's just awesome. awesome. And then he goes to school and listens a little bit more to finish the show. That's fantastic. Well, uh, And he's got a cool accent, which is guaranteed to get you played on the show. That's right. That is everyone knows. Either that or sing, <laughs> the two uh, main rules to get on the show. Sing okay. with an accent. That's right. Oh, that's even better. Ooh. Okay, so we got one more here uh, from Jimmy Joe S. Hello, wood talkers. Thanks for 10 great years of talking about your wood. I mean, talking about wood. Uh, you guys really have some disciplined determination to make it 10 years without pod fading like so many others. And you even answered some of my questions over the air during that time and really appreciate most of the answers being right. So thank you. Nice. But I do want to share with you some of the things <laughs> I've learned over time. So here goes. I've learned that saw stop sucks. I've learned that saw stop rocks. I've learned Festool rocks. I've learned Festool sucks. Any sharp tool is good, unless it's too sharp and cuts you, which makes it not good. But use the right tool for the job, unless you don't have the right tool, in which case use whatever tool you can improvise to make it work. And if you don't have the tool you need, you can build that tool. Right, Matt? You can even build a sawmill. Oh, I've also learned that you can get wood from big box stores, but it sucks, unless it doesn't. And then you can get plentiful wood anywhere, but not all wood is plentiful and some wood is scarce. Unless you go to McIlvaney Headstrong and Schwartz and they'll have any wood you want. Speaking of Schwartz, the Schwartz be with you. Oh, and finally, one more thing. You can watch Mark and see his beard grow live in his videos. It's amazing. His hair grows so fast. And Shannon, he should have a degree in woodology, whatever woodology is. And original Matt, he should do a voiceover work in the new Popeye animation flick. That would be awesome. <laughs> and new Matt, he should be a throwback to a bygone era. Bye, guys. Oh, oh that was awesome. Jimmy Joe S., well done, sir. Oh, uh, incredible. Love it. All right. So Seriously, 
how can you go be on the air for 10 years and not contradict yourself at least 20 times? Well, ultimately, no you know, I think we all learn as we go, right? So it, a, a part of that learning process is having, you know, preference changes and opinion changes and evolving with it. So I would, I would be very curious to see how many specific contradictions like each of us has over the course of doing the show. From week to week. Yeah. Are you kidding? What did I say last week? <laughs> about uh, 10 years. Yeah. Let me turn that around. <laughs> Depending depending on my mood that day. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. So another question came in from Matthew Turner. I thought this was pretty good. He says, Hey guys, we'd love to know your favorite show or what your favorite show or moment has been and, or what you think the funniest moment has been Matt Turner, AKA whiskey and wood. So funniest moments. And I I gave this some thought. I'll let you guys think about it since I don't think I told you this was going to be a question. Uh, I think one of my funniest moments was when, we did this little like pre-recorded skit thing with uh, Vanderlist and it actually goes and ties in perfectly with what we were just talking about where we had him argue with himself about saw stop being good or, or not good. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So we went, so if you want to go listen to this, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, it is episode 108 and Matt basically, I took an old show and took all of his arguments and what he said in like 2007 about saw stop. And then once he got sponsored by saw stop, <laughs> got a free saw. I wanted him to like give a rebuttal to his 2007 self. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it was really a good sport about it too, because I mean, you know, a lot of it is just not knowing all the information at the time, you know, but it was, it was a blast. So that was probably one of my, one of my favorite moments on the show. So do you guys have one? I'll let, let Matt think about it a little bit longer. Shannon, anything come to mind? Oh, not your first um, day on the show. That doesn't count. No, no, that was probably just, <laughs> it was probably just terrible more than, more than funny. Oh, <laughs> well, we heard some and of it already. You, you know, honestly, and it might be just because I, my memory is failing me because as the oldest one of the trio here, I'm going to be losing it first, but <laughs> I think honestly, some of the last probably year has been some of the funniest moments Mm -hmm. mainly because there was a massive and and this doesn't point to a specific issue but probably seven or eight issues per show there was a massive turnover in the chemistry and that we changed hosts yeah and it became at first it was like okay let's bring matt along and get give him time (laughs) so there was there was the awkward moments of just dead air while we were trying to get matt so bad (laughs) and then there was the the subtle transformation of mark and i just not caring about dead air and just talking over Matt and openly making fun of Matt for not stepping up and talking more, which is what probably spawned the whole Mark and Matt pseudo feud yeah. that supposedly exists. Um, and there's one show, and I, if I had, was prepared, I could tell you it was somewhere in the 350s, I think, um, where we basically just railed on Matt. The entire show. Yeah. It was just nothing but like, well, if Matt would speak up, then he would say this. And we basically <laughs> just talked over it for the entire show. So I just remember listening back to that and literally like side hurting the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I think Matt said, um, twice in the show and like, well, if I, and that was about all he got out for the entire show. So it really was a trial by fire. It's like, look, we want you to talk more, but we're actually going to compensate for the fact that you're not talking by talking faster and not leaving much airspace for you to talk. <laughs> so you're either going to sink or swim. Yeah. So I'm curious, I'm curious, Matt, how have you seen, you know, it's been over a year now. So how, how have you seen this progression of like your experience on the show? It's been, it's been good. I think 
like uh, when I first came on the show, honestly, I had too much respect for you guys. <laughs> that that so could I be a problem. <laughs> I didn't want to talk over you. Right. Or How quickly that, that faded. Yeah. <laughs> Not that quickly, actually. It did. It took a little while. <laughs> Because I've, I mean, I've listened to the show since, not since the exact beginning, but probably like year two or year, mm-hmm. yeah, probably year two, something like that. So like, I've been like along for the ride the whole time. And it's That's like, true. 10 years ago, you were what? 12? Eight? Uh, <laughs> 10 years ago? I would have been 19. Wow. So That's you were crazy. too drunk to listen to podcasts. Yeah, seriously. You had other things to worry about. <laughs> So, I mean, the interesting thing, I, I could see what you mean. You you had to go from being, you know, um, just someone listening, an audience member, and then on the show, maybe you can make the transition to being a guest, but it's a whole different thing when you're expected to be a host and making that transition is something that, you know, probably, well, did clearly take just a little bit of time for you to warm up to it. Yeah, it took a little bit, but like I said, just lose that respect and then boom. Now you you're have in. no respect for us and everything is great. Well, I just kind of realized that, <laughs> oh, you're just some... Uh, some idiots that just like to hang out and talk a little woodworking. Yeah. You know? Well, it's judging like, by the uh, type of texts you get from me, you probably have realized <laughs> that in spades. <laughs> the, the humor that was a, a good clue. Yeah. The humor of a 16 year old boy. Maybe One Mark day we're just going to do a show. We're just going to read the text stream between. I the three don't of us. think that's a good idea. <laughs> that might get us in trouble. Oh boy. No, it most definitely would. <laughs> yeah. All right. So since, you know, again, you've had the year that you've been on the show and I think the last, I agree with uh, Shannon, I think the last year has been some of our best content in that 10 years, uh, which is a real good sign. Um, but prior to that, or even pick something from, from the year that you've been on the show, do you have a, a favorite moment you can pick out? I have, I'll have, I'll have two. One from the previous before, before Matt and then after Matt, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I actually have, so I used to listen to the podcast like when I was outside doing stuff in the yard or whatever. I have one distinct memory of listening to the podcast. It was when you guys were playing the meetup at uh, Woodworking in America in whatever the heck that was, 2012, 2013? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. That was a good one. That was a good one. But you guys were talking about it, and I was I was doing some edging around this trio back here. I just distinctly remember that conversation for some reason, and it just tied into that work I was doing in the yard. I don't know if that it's not a really good memory, but it's, it's stuck with just me. something that's stuck even with though, you. Okay. Even though it has no actual substance, <laughs> right? Like most of I our can, conversations, I knew what show. I was doing when I listened to that episode, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where were you? Oh yeah. And, and nice. probably my favorite moment, like I don't really have the good of memory, so it's probably not going to be that long ago, but the time that I asked you what you went to college for, <laughs> that was like probably, a couple of <laughs> that was like three or four episodes ago. <laughs> That was last week. Yeah, it was just a couple of weeks ago, but that that actually was pretty damn funny. I just want to learn. That's true. <laughs> that was that was another one of those laugh out loud episodes. Yeah, that was that was Matt trying to actually be serious for a minute and ask Mark a serious question. Mark can't take serious Matt. Apparently, I don't understand this serious Matt. He's unfamiliar to me. Uh, Did you go to school to learn? To learn. Uh, oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, here's something that's a real blast from the past. I think some of you have been asking for this, and I pulled it out of one of the old shows for your uh, listening enjoyment. Tom's tips. That's right. I said Tom's tips. I didn't say Tom's lips. I said Tom's tips. Hello, everyone. All right. That's just the Tom tips intro. Hello, I don't have everyone. the original, so that's all warbly and goofy sounding, but uh, 
we used to do uh, what every week, I believe, or every show, however frequently that was. Tom would do his pre-recorded tips for us, and uh, you know, share some cool information, woodworking tips on the show. And I had to sing the intro, which is a really a terrible thing to do to people's ears, but for some reason, people <laughs> thought it was funny, and uh, and it stuck. So uh, hope Tom is doing well. I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, Tom Ivino, by the way, at um, Tom'sWorkbench.com, he still has a website up. So he blogged last week. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Actually, you wrote a blog. Yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't read it though. I should go read it. <laughs> Tom's a good friend, and you, I, you you should, should because there's some sad news in there, but also some new leaf news. Oh, that's right. I know what the sad news. I know, I've known the yeah. sad news for yeah. That's that's a long not time. news for those of us that know Tom. But yes. Yeah. Still sad. We also had Carrie Holman on. That's right. Do you right. remember those? What did we call that segment? Carrie. Carrie's tips. Carrie's tips. Um, <laughs> which could be misheard. Carrie. Yes. I didn't say Carrie's think right. something else. <laughs> that would be completely inappropriate. Carrie was so great. Is- if you haven't listened to the old stuff, <laughs> Carrie has one of the best, just just calm, serene sort of voice over audio book voices. And uh, she was yeah. a favorite on the show, um, not only because of that, but also because she was incredibly talented and really knew her stuff. So we really enjoyed when she would send a segment into the show, but uh, we kind of got away from that. Everybody, she started doing leatherworking and everybody just gets into different things at different times in their lives. So, uh, but Carrie was a great addition to the show. All right. So what else do we have here? So I've got a couple of voicemails and these again are just uh, regular voicemails from the show. Boo. Mm, not, not dealing with the 10-year anniversary. More well wishes. More well wishes. More ego boosting. I do have some after this, so <laughs> sit tight. We'll get to them. Uh, this is Davis in Nashville. So, Mark, this one is for you. Um, actually, I've been trying to figure out how to send you an email because I already have this uh, recorded as a voice memo. Um like I think you said to do, but I can't find your email anywhere. So I have to call in, um, which is a little bit annoying to have to say it twice, but just FYI, Davis, we say the email address in every show at the end of the show. Uh, we'll talk online at gmail.com. And then my email address, not really that hard to find kind of all over the place, but anyway, your, your message is getting to me and I'm listening to it now. That's Okay. Because I love you guys, love the show. So, first question. Actually, there's only one question. Why thread tabs? Wouldn't lag screws work just as well? It's kind of curious. Um, I, you know, I've never never used thread tabs, never tapped wood before. Um, but anyway, yeah, if you can sell me on it, then maybe I'll buy some. I don't know. Anyway, guys, um, again, love the show. Thank you all. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Davis from Nashville, Tennessee. Have a good one. Hey, thanks, Davis. You know, I'm the worst. You know what? what? I'm reading. I'm reading the show notes, and we don't say the email address at we the don't? end of the show. Why? Why'd you take that out? I didn't take it out. Don't blame me. <laughs> you took it out. That's your. That's your jurisdiction, sir. <laughs> I'm Ron sir. Burgundy. I just read what's written here, and then no point do. does it say. Both of you do. Well, then I owe him an apology now. Thanks for uh, screwing me there, <laughs> Shannon. Yeah, no problem. Here to help. I'm adding it now because. I don't know what our email address is either. Well, I mean, there's the contact form. All of our websites have contact forms. That's the that <laughs> yeah, we'll can all you get... upload. Can you upload a file? I think we have attachments. Oh, all right. Either way, it's not important, but I will <laughs> apologize because now I look like a jerk, which yeah. isn't the first time. <laughs> but um, 
Okay, so his question was... Oh, that reminds me of a favorite show. Mark drops the F-bomb. That's got to be... When I forgot to edit out an F-bomb. Wasn't that when I was on my road trip, I believe? Uh, Probably. I think there was some reason why I like it was a delayed... Like, I just didn't review the show like I normally would. Yeah, that was a classic. Um, (laughs) All right, so his question is about why thread taps. And I'm kind of the worst salesman with this stuff because most of the time when people are like, here, sell me on it. I'm like, I don't really want to. Like if if you don't want to buy it, then don't buy it. Um, Didn't the pre-order uh, period already pass? It is too? over. You like, can't order them now until like say, it's June. over. So it's kind of irrelevant uh, until June at least. Uh, but, but if you want to make an offer, I've got a set coming my way. So Davis, hey, there you go. <laughs> Throw out a number. Let's see what go. happens. There you go. Um, so the reason why thread taps is think of you know lags. I think more in terms of a permanent connection. It's something I'm making a connection that I will never unscrew that thing because lags tend to kind of, yeah, they cut their threads, but they also mangle the wood as they go in. So they're not really going to go uh, in and out and reattach very well. So think in terms of making threads because now you're, you've got a piece of hardware connected that you can disconnect. And that's kind of really the, the, the main point Now you can use it for a, a permanent or semi-permanent connection. That's no problem, but you have the ability to make jigs and things like that with it. You could attach tabletops with it. So if you ever want to take that tabletop off for transport or packing, you, you have the ability to do that. Um, lags are just going to do more damage as, as they go into the material and you can't necessarily reuse them very well without sacrificing strength in, in the connection. So that's kind of the why if you're going to give it, give one. Okay. One more question here from Nate. And I think this is for you, Shannon. Hey guys, this is Nate uh, with a call out of California. I've seen uh, sorry. There's a question for Shannon on, um, on kilns, I've seen on Instagram a couple of people posting about radio frequency vacuum kilns, and it sounds very magical in that uh, there's some, some pretty impressive claims about being able to dry you know, really thick boards, like three inches thick, in just a couple of days and get them down to uh, a good moisture content that's usable uh, timber. So, Shannon, I'm wondering if you can shed some light on this. Um, they have said these things look like they're really expensive, and it's not something that's that's probably useful on a, a large scale. Um, but some more information would be great. Thanks, guys. Magic. Certainly, they are magic. <laughs> no, they're, they're pretty cool. The the RF vacuum kiln is the official term. So first of all, uh, you put the wood in, and then you suck out all the air. Um, and by doing that, you're reducing the pressure and decreasing the boiling point of the, the, the water that's in the wood. So it's essentially boiling off. It's kind of like trying to make a cup of hot tea on the top of Mount Everest. And Sir Edmund Hillary was very upset when his tea was a, a, a nice 40 degrees Fahrenheit because it boiled it. I don't know if that I'm pulling that number out of my butt, but <laughs> it's, this, it's the same idea. You reduce the air pressure and the water boils off. So automatically you're pulling a lot of water out of there in a relatively gentle way because it's it's evaporating. It's coming out in gaseous form. Then you basically pummel the board with radio waves, which is kind of doing the same thing. It's agitating some of the, the moisture that's in there and essentially baking it out. So think a microwave in that respect. Um the biggest thing is the vacuum side of things. You're you're really pulling out that moisture in a much, much faster way. And, and you get a homogeneously 100% dry, thick board. So like 12 quarter, 16 quarter, or six by eights, eight by eights, things like that. You can never get them dry all the way to the center. If you do, invariably, you've like charred the outside. You get case hardening, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, not good. This actually dries it 
100% kind of all at the same time. So you're not only relieving all the moisture, but you're pulling it out all at the same time, which is much better on the wood itself. Um, the problem, the cons are, first and foremost, yes, they are very expensive. Um, B, the capacity, at least right now, the models they have, the capacity is lower. Um, so you can't dry as much at the same time. C, what it really comes down to, it's like the same thing that holds back stuff like the electric car. It's established infrastructure that already exists. Kilns are expensive. Lumber yards do not operate on huge margins. So, for instance, McIlvain, we have seven kilns in in uh, Maryland and five kilns, five kilns? Doesn't matter. Five kilns up in Connecticut. They are very expensive. If we were to suddenly say, okay, now we're going to go to a radio frequency kiln, we could, I suppose, add another one, but then we'd have to give up space to store lumber. So then you think, okay, well tear down one of your existing kilns and put up another one. That's expensive. Plus you're losing drying time. So it's kind of one of that catch 22. Like how do I stop drying in order to add time to build a new kiln? So probably the best way to do it is if you were to start a brand new lumber yard and go all RF kilns right out the bat, how many new lumber yards do you know coming in right now? It's just the opposite coming out of a recession. There are lumber yards closing left and right. So boutique ones, I guess I, I suppose. Yeah. And, and you can see there are people that's actually a good point, Matt. That's where you see the RF vacuum kilns happening. Now it's the smaller, um, artisanal <laughs> lumber yards <laughs> that have kicked in, um, that are starting to use these, but they are a very expensive outlay of cash. And it's kind of a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, you've got these, these kilns that are already running, and you've got to, you know, shut them down and replace them with something something new. So there's certainly growing pains there. At the same time, they just haven't been around long enough to have a, a hard and fast drying schedule for all of the species that the average commercial kiln is going to need to do. So what we see now, the, the real advantage for these is in the thick timbers. So if you're talking timber framing, but interior timber framing, say you want exposed post and beam inside your great room or whatever, that's got to be a kiln dried six to 8% material, or it's going to check all the hell in inside. So the, the real need for it is in your six by your eight by even 12 by timbers. And that's really the species that comes in Douglas fir, sometimes some oaks, some hemlocks. That's really what we know right now. Um, we don't really have any past performance on vacuum kiln drying cherry or maple. Actually, I know several guys trying to do maple and they're having a devil of a time trying to get it work. Um, so then there's the whole aspect of how much lumber do you want to waste <laughs> until you figure this out, which only adds to the further infrastructure kind of upgrade type stuff. So it's, it's growing pains with brand new technology. Um, and that's really what's holding it back at this point. Cool. Okay. We've got a couple more well wishes here. This one just came in and it's video and I'm not going to be able to play it so that people live can see the video, but you will hear the audio. I haven't previewed it. So, uh, hopefully oh, boy. curse or get crazy. Uh, but it's uh, Megan Fitzpatrick, and I see in the background, it looks like David Teal, um, folks from Popular Woodworking. That's not funny. <laughs> it's from Oh, wait, I don't want video of me hitting you. That's oh, a good So, hi. Are we rolling? <laughs> of course we are. Happy 10-year anniversary to Wood Talk from Popular Woodworking, from the only two people on staff who are actually old enough to remember you. That is it. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. That's, that's scary. Congratulations, Wood Talk. Keep it up. Keep the good work going. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. That was great. Oh, man. And, yeah, Thanks, man, guys. that makes you feel that's awesome. Too Seriously, <clears throat> popular woodworking has worse turnover than we do. <laughs> yeah, well, 
we don't have that bad a turnover. Although percentage wise, well, <laughs> we've had one person leave. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's, that's 33% turnover. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. That's yeah. Ooh, that's good. Math. Never mind. All right. Uh, speaking of popular woodworking, it doesn't quite work for them anymore, but uh, I will always sort of associate this gentleman with pop woodworking. But let's hear from the Schwarz. This is Chris Schwarz at Lost Art Press. All I have to say to Matt, Matt, Mark, and Shannon is congratulations on 10 years of wood talk. And you young whippersnappers, get off my lawn. <laughs> Chris is fantastic. Love that. Oh, that was a good. That was a good episode too. Didn't we have one called "Get Off My Lawn"? I'm sure we did. That sounds like we had to a title that we would have had. Yeah, uh, but Schwartz has always been a, a good supporter of the show. Way back when, we used to have a little bumper that we would play from Chris Schwartz that was pretty funny. Uh, but go check his stuff out over at uh, LostArtPress.com. That simple. Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, sounds right to me. Okay, a few more to listen to here. Paige, we actually answer Paige's questions all the time on Patreon. Uh, let's hear from Paige. Hello, Mark, Matt, and Shannon. I just want to say thank you guys for all the years, or year in Matt's case, of <laughs> wonderful woodworking content for us internet woodworkers and hangers-on. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. We definitely will, Paige. Thank you. And here's one from Mike. Happy 10th anniversary, Wood Talk. You guys bring a great combination of technical skill, camaraderie, and humor to a, um, an industry that really appreciates the direction. This is Mike Zellman. Thanks. Mike, thank you so much, dude. Sheldon. Mike, Mike needs a job as like a classical music station DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce that, the next. Uh, that was piano concerto number. <laughs> totally an AM radio station voice. <laughs> Kirkle 157. Directed by Philip Harnacourt right. and the New York Philharmonic Orchestra. <laughs> That's on a, on a Sunday when you really have nothing better to do. And you're just sitting around listening. That was, that was awesome. I love yeah. it. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Uh, last one I have here is from Sheldon. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response... Yes. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) That is so good. And if you don't get what that is, you got to go watch more crappy movies. Seriously. (laughs) Stop looking at me, Swan. Fantastic. I thought that was the best one to close, close out the show on. (laughs) Oh, my face. Uh, All right. So uh, I'll tell you what, guys, this is the end of the 10 year anniversary show. I just want to thank my co-hosts for tolerating me and doing this with me for the last, well, some of them have been here longer than others, but, uh, and all the way back to Vanderlist, you know, who helped me start the show. Thank you for doing this with me. It means a lot to me. I actually sent a really nice text to Shannon earlier. And I think it was my cold medicine, uh, for my sinuses that was speaking where I was actually somewhat it sentimental. really made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, he, you could tell even with his text that he shuddered a little bit. He hit a few wrong keys. Uh, but you know, this is, this is something that I think if we, 
if we don't think about it much and just, you know, it's a daily grind. We do the show. It's another Monday. Let's do another show. You you start to just like, I don't know, you don't think like it's that big of a deal. But in the end, when you start to realize how many people we've met through this, the number of people who we affect, uh, you know, a 14 year old kid in the UK who's going to school on his bike is listening to this. This is all really special stuff. And I, I hate to be one of those people who who realizes this stuff in retrospect. I want to realize how great something is while I'm doing it. And uh, honestly, to me, this is one of the the most fun things that I could do with my time is do this show with you guys. So I wanted to thank both of you for that. And I want to thank the audience because ultimately, uh, without your encouragement to continue doing this and to do it more frequently and to do the Patreon thing, which brought a lot of new things to the table, um, you know, we'd be nowhere without you guys. So from day one, it has always been about audience participation, asking questions from the audience, playing voicemails from the audience. It's always been about the community. Um, so thank you so much for supporting us. And, uh, you know, speaking for all three of us, I think we, we certainly <laughs> appreciate it. So anything you guys want to close out the show with? I want to hog up the time here. Shannon, you got anything? Thank you for your support. Sure. Bartles and Bartles James. And James. <laughs> Man, you're, you're making me feel old. You, you do these references and then I get them. And that's the worst part of it. Uh, even better. Even better. Good. Better because I don't, I don't get them. So sure. there you nice. go. Yeah. Matt's like, I don't, I don't understand what that is. I didn't see that on I YouTube. I just smile and nod. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, totally. Uh, guys. Matt, you got anything to close out with? I'm going to try this again. I tried this a few weeks ago, but uh, I love you guys. Oh, that's Jeez. right. We, we, uh, we, we thwarted your efforts last time. <laughs> Just made a total joke of it. Oh, well, uh, I guess we love you too. Shannon, say it. You're the one who has trouble with uh, expressing your feelings. I like you a whole lot, Matt. <laughs> He's too uncomfortable. That's what I like like you. I like you. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. And I will mention that we have the email extra coming up. The email extra and the weekend show will be regular, normal content, not just anniversary fluff. Um, And if you're a $4 patron or higher over on Patreon, you'll get access to that email extra. So just go to patreon.com slash woodtalk and you will find out all the information there. Uh, You can also support the show by picking up a woodtalk t-shirt at twwstore.com and you can leave us a review in the iTunes store. And Shannon, including our email address. Why don't you give them that contact info? Excellent. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for the next 10 years, you have several (laughs) ways to get those to us. Leave a voicemail on Skype. Our username is WoodTalkOnline. You can call us at 623-242-5180 or just go ahead and record it. Record it on your little phone, your tape deck, your Walkman, your Sony Discman, I don't think you can record on those, but you get the idea. Take that and send it to woodtalkonline at gmail.com. It's the right address, isn't it, Mark? I believe Wood so. Online. That is. Yeah, it's not woodtalk at gmail. No, Wood this, talk was, online. this was pre-name change. Wow, it takes me back. Yeah. Woodtalkonline at gmail.com. Uh, you can use our fancy contact form at woodtalkshow.com slash contact, or go to this episode, leave us a comment there, and say, many 10 years. Yay. Other than that, we're around. You can find us. Patreon.com slash woodtalk, slabbergasted.com, cupaslab.com, <laughs> macromona.com. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. right. We should have tallied your uh, domain expenses <laughs> for 20, 2017 and 2016. <laughs> He's uh, single handedly keeping GoDaddy in business. It's fantastic. Hey, yeah, you know. <laughs> 
Show what I can do. Right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Glad to have you here for the last 10 years and hope to have you here for the next 10. God forbid. And uh, we will talk to you later on. Bye. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.